0: Log Talk Radio. Race fans, welcome to the most listened to show on the 110 Nation Radio Network. When it's hot, it's hot. Presenting you the caution flag of racing radio, the DJ Music Man, and the Tasmanian Devil of Flaggers. Here's your host, Chris. Chris. Howdy race fans, how the hell are you? It's another episode of Race Cat Live. We're coming to you from the studio. It's Tuesday night. We're pumped up. It's Vega weekend. We cannot wait to get the show started here tonight. We've got both of our okay. fellas in the a uh when what oh, you man. need is more than you I saw. Yeah, yeah, okay, there we go. All right. So uh <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah yeah i mean here we go here we go Your day, a day that you've uh, that'd be another minute and 52 seconds i thought we was playing music there but we was actually playing uh we was playing uh mr craig moore's uh moore 2 music commercial man oh man oh man we got a long way to go and a short time to get there welcome to the show fellas glad to have y'all in the studio uh obviously it's been polar opposites uh from the northern weather versus what's down here in the south we are mean and green down here in the south yeah, baby buddy, how people running around they got their they got their basketball shorts on women's in shorts and all that other good stuff Toes is hanging out and smelling up there all over the place but up north <laughs> y'all 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 dealing with some snow <laughs> Yeah, it's nice. I don't have to deal with that no more. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Rub it in, you southern people. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I tell you what. Woo! It's summertime already. Man, I tell you what. They say it's going to be 88 degrees this weekend at the Talladega Super Speedway, the big-ass track over there uh, in uh, eastern Alabama. This is how bummed. Uh,
1: What? New York. This is how bummed us new yorkers are right now ready fonda speedway was supposed to have their opening night this past saturday got canceled because of rain then there was supposed to be practice night tomorrow i don't know how the hell they're going to pull this off with all this freaking white crap that came out of god's creation that nonsense <laughs> going to happen and we're supposed to be racing at fonda this saturday to try to get the season started already
0: yeah, Easter Sunday brought, And we brought, and we're so
1: suffering American Racer tire uh, shortages now. Yeah.
0: yeah that, seems to be that a big Sounds deal going like a first world on. problem. Yeah, I'll tell and you what and, we and didn't American lack. Racer and Hoosier both have uh, you know, announced a supply issue problem to just... I'll, I'll tell you what we didn't lack. We didn't lack for wanting good racing this past weekend. My man, I tell you what, like Boomer said, oh, Dio, wow, Mister Hank Hill, propane. Uh, it was go, go fast, and uh, man, I tell you, what, it was just entertainment all the way around, fellas. I'll tell you, if didn't you the didn't one, like this, if you didn't, I didn't like this past weekend, if you didn't like this past weekend's racing, shame on you. And and I will say, and Kyle Kyle said it best, he backed into that sucker. Yeah, uh, Kyle Busch said a lot of things, uh, Mr. Craig Moore, and we can't wait to talk about him uh, here tonight. Um, broken-hearted, uh, Tyler Reddit. I figured, Craig, I mean, that was a bold move to change your pick, and you were, I mean, you had to have been at the edge of your seat. You was just like, I am the NASA dominant. Of 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 race chat live, and then well, and then and then you realize that you said I'm the NASCAR dumbass because uh well no <laughs> no because we've all talked about it we've all been sleeping on him all year um right. I would say we've all, all been know.
1: sleeping on him
0: I don't know I just the more I watched in practice and all that I was like you know what and then part of me was kicking myself. Um, when he was in the back because he got shuffled in the back a few times and Chase was up front I'm like did I make the mistake of a lifetime and I'm like nope nope and then when it came to the last laugh I was I can't tell you what I yelled because it's not fit for uh consumption <laughs> but uh, it was not PG let's put it that way right most definitely but, you know uh, i I think Tyler Reddick needs to stop apologizing he's too nice he is he's way too nice and um he I made mean, I, um, I think
1: I think Briscoe played the smart move, but I think Redick. Could, i think reddick was too nice and pointed the blame on himself. You can't blame him you can't blame yourself for letting Briscoe run in on you i mean Briscoe had the better car late. But that wasn't entirely Redick's fault. Not. I don't even think any part of it was Redick's fault.
0: I mean, come on, well, where he no. blamed himself was confusing. Smile. he come up with that. With that, I'm a dumbass smile, and Tyler Redick wanted to be mad. He did. But listen, these guys are battling for something that they they're just now getting a taste of. It. There is a hell of a lot of difference between what Harvick races for and what Tyler Reddick races for. They wanna taste to figure out what what they, for. they wanna taste what that cake tastes like, Craig. They wanna taste it. And the moment that they do really get to taste what it tastes like, you'll see uh you won't see smiles in the uh between those two. Look. I, I'm surprised Richard Childress didn't take his Rolex off. I, 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 want, I want somebody to confirm or not confirm or deny that Richard Childress, the first thing he did after that happened was took his Rolex off because I guarantee you he was fixing to go down there and watch somebody upside the head. Yeah. Um, I think I've exceeded my limit of of contemporary cuss words in the amount of like uh, five minutes of the show. So we need to put my switch. if we're going to continue to maintain to be PG thirteen, we might need to cool my mouth just a little bit. <laughs> All right, well, you know what? While you're cooling your mouth, we'll let Taz talk for a little bit, so we ain't talking over one another. Taz, what did you think about Saturday Night's Race? I think get. I didn't get a chance to watch the feature
1: race, but I saw some of the heat races, and that was some... That was interesting. A lot of changes, definitely, for sure, in comparison from last year to this year for Bristol. And the one change that really hit was being that they ran the heat races during the day, was that it was actual multiple-groove racing. It wasn't a single file freight train type deal that we saw last year, which I think is a huge step.
0: Yeah, I am. Um, they made some changes and you shared in the group that they're going to race again. They're going to go back there next year. Uh, I really hope they figure out what to do with the windshield. Excuse me. They waited until the very last minute to try things for the windshield. Now, I said it. I said it on. I said it in the Facebook on the Facebook page. I'll say it here. They need to task a chassis builder for these cars. Get them out of their 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 next gen cars. Put them in a lake model of some sort. Um, dirt late model. I I said T O Bicknell. Somebody Taz, you said somebody else. Um, I said Long Longhorn.
1: Well, if we're gonna use stock car type deal, if we're gonna use these stock cars, I I mean Bicknell and Tail Pro Car aren't bad choices. Um, especially Bicknell per se. I just don't know if they have the full-on resources to go from, say, like a dirt modified to a stock car-ish type chassis, which is why... No, I I don't want it to be a stock
0: car type chassis.
1: Well, hold on, hold on. And this is why I said go with Longhorn, because Longhorn is more of a late model, which has more relation to a stock car.
0: Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Go ahead, I'm listening. And
1: with longhorn <laughs> chassis, and Chris could probably say the same thing. Longhorns might be better than like a dirt modified chassis type deal. I would say because, like I said,
0: late models are more full fendered. These next
1: gen cars are more full fendered. So why would we?
0: Why, I mean, why would we do this? Uh, did the next gen car not do its job? I mean, I guarantee you. Right now, there's some guy, dirt guy, that's saying, "Damn, that independent tra- uh, independent suspension and rear end sure did uh, make that car cut sideways." Man, I've seen these guys drifting these cars through the corner. Man, laid out at a forty-five degree angle, tall and tails, son. I-, I I don't know why we have to change. That. As a matter of fact, I think with the bigger tires, the uh, the uh, the yaw of the car, uh, man, I'm I telling you, like I, I felt it, bro. I felt like they was on the edge of a dirt road, haul and tail, and the mail, son. I mean, it, 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 it's still getting me excited. This is this is literally, I, in my opinion, you know, little willing in the creek don't rise, as we like to say. This is going to be the best two weeks of racing together in NASCAR. Uh, it, it's it's almost like it should be a holiday week, the whole week between Easter and Talladega. Because, man, you got two bad-ass uh, uh, events that are side by side. You're coming off of Bristol Dirt headed to Talladega Super Speedway. It's like going from Dirt to Daytona, but instead it's Talladega. Yeah, no. I mean, I like the race, and I think the car did its job. But if Nat- and if and the only reason I said that is if NASCAR can't figure out... What to do with these windshields? Um, Then (laughs) go another avenue, but get rid of the windshield. That's I mean, Srx did it right. Yeah, Taz, please, Taz, end this debate now, Taz.
1: Srx did it right. These they tested with the windshield and without a windshield when they were doing their test
0: driving with their Srx
1: cars and. SRX said, we're taking the windshields out because they watched NASCAR and made, made NASCAR look like a fool of themselves. So SRX is SRX like, we're not going to do this same deal. We're taking the windshield out of it. And guess what? you got the true dirt racing experience out of that. And NASCAR right. okay, is still okay. behind
0: okay. the eight ball. I completely, I completely just am crazy at the idea that folks actually believe it's not a real dirt race because, A, they have windshields. And B because it's not a real dirt track. I, I, I've been trying to figure out this all weekend as as as, as the uh darts of the world. What what, what is darts of the world? Uh <laughs> what does Bubba Wallace call them? Uh um uh you know, dumbass race fans? Can can we get a fart for that one? Some dumbass race fan? I mean <laughs> How are we going to argue about some windshields and and not being a real dirt track? I mean, no doubt Bristol has concrete up underneath it, but, bro, dirt is dirt. No, I'm just going by. I'm just Um... going by. Okay, Craig, go. I'm going by what Larson said. I want to know, but I really want to know why NASCAR waited. See, they make everything else public. Um, they make everything else public that they've done with this car since the beginning. Correct? Yes, but they've also been racing on dirt for like six seasons now. Remember just start with cup cars at Bristol. This started at Eldora with trucks, and they've used the windshield every single time. So I, I wasn't expecting an year six of a dirt race for fans to really want to... I mean, if that's all we had to bitch about was the windshield and, and it not being a real dirt track, man, I tell you what, we had an awesome weekend, didn't we? No, and I, I get it. It was a great... It was a great race. It was a lot better than I... Then everybody was making it out to be. NASCAR did their due diligence. I'm just curious you know to you... know why we. I'm just curious to know why we waited seven to ten days before the race to try windshields when everything else NASCAR has done over the last seventeen months of this stupid car was made public. They wait seven to ten days beforehand and go, oh no, this this. This isn't going to work. I'm, I'm going to go back to something when I learned how to drive on a dirt road out in the country called Old Wire Road. When we was hauling tail on the dirt road, we was chasing somebody. Most of the time, you couldn't see anything because of the dust. But I'm going to promise you, we stuck our heads out the, out the window of the driver's side door through most of the racing because that was how we thought we was going to get a better view. So I mean I don't know how much experience y'all got about running down a dirt road chasing each other, but uh, I, I I think we I think I got that covered down here in Mississippi, and and and, and we look like Dale Earnhardt all slammed over on the side of the door trying to trying to watch out the little side window because man you know it's something about how that uh, how the how the uh, the front view the rear view mirror not the rear view mirror the side view mirror kind of helps you know guide those rocks and stuff from hitting you in the face. <laughs> but again, I mean oh. all in all I think it was a successful race. Um, I forgot, honestly, not that it was Easter Sunday, but when I had made the comment in the group chat about the uh, the stand and then Taz had brought up it's Easter weekend and I went, Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's only like the fifth time they run. It's only like the fifth time they run on Easter, so yeah. Uh,
1: but can you that was can have, you agree? That was the the
0: only thing
1: I could think of in. as to why the stands were not as packed as we probably thought. I don't. I'm pretty sure we're not the only ones that would have thought more packed stands for the weekend. But being that it was a holiday weekend, I, I could see. The understandable why. But they 000. did have a good amount of... They did have a decent crowd, though, I will say, being that it was on a holiday weekend. 80,000
0: people. There was how many, Chris? 80,000 people. There was 80,000 people at that track? Out of 120,000
1: capacity.
0: Okay. So... That was uh, that was that was good, I mean, but it just didn't look that cool. TV then didn't do it justice. Which and four just goes, four million people were watching it on TV. And what the numbers were good guys, four million people watched it on TV. Craig Moore, uh, it, this was a very successful race here, and and people, you know, I mean, I. I i think mostly most people walked away from this race feeling like you know what we're gonna forget about what happened last year last year they looked like a bunch of bum idiots this year it it had the feeling of a true dirt race and maybe you know what i think the rain helped it more than anything guys as we jump jump on ahead over here uh i think the rain made it the race that it was because it kind of felt like uh you know a couple of heat races and then the feature the. the the thirty lap shootout kinda of what it was there at the end, wasn't it, fella? Yeah. No, it was a great it was a great finale. A great last thirty laps. So uh Yeah, and getting back to what you had said Um uh, it was the most last NASCAR way. event of any kind at Bristol since the spring of twenty sixteen. Oh. So it definitely the- all- now, Craig, let me ask you something real quick. Is that saying out of all the Bristol's, so it included the included the fall race, which is so revered because it's it's you know the best race of the year at Bristol. I mean, I'm jumping on this dirt train, baby. I got the whistle pulled, Tooth, two, because I, I I mean I feel good about it, man. And they've announced already, 2023 is going to happen at Bristol. How about that, y'all? Woo! Right. <laughs> it's going to happen again. They said it, it averaged a 2.19 Nielsen rating and 4 million household views. Last week. Last year's race was rain-delayed to Monday, where it averaged a 1.8 Nielsen and was viewed by 3.1 million. The most recent cup race on Fox at Richmond two weeks ago had a 2.3 and 3.958 million views. So, um, right. Uh, The Camping World Truck Series. That race Saturday night, as we know, and it posted significant, highly numbers in most recent events. The Bristol race averaged a 6.5 on Nielsen and was viewed by 1.1 million on FS1. I was the one part of the 1.1 uh healthy advances on its Coda and Atlanta numbers on the same cable network. So definite uh definite improvement for both series going forward. And I think as they make it I think as they make changes to the race, I think definitely having it night uh made a big difference Chris, I agree with you. I think the rain brought a real aspect of dirt racing to it. Um, You know, getting back to the the grills, I know we didn't really touch on that yet, but when they did that first, when they did that competition caution at lap, what was it, 20, uh, to clean off the grills, teams had the option of putting, like, a grill guard on the front or – not putting it on, and the teams that actually opted to put it on, didn't put, not putting it on, obviously had to come in and clean it. But, um, I like that little addition. To the, uh, I would, Do you like the that? Only, you?
1: The Bristol race, um, I like that it was night, um, the rain, yes. The 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 grill thing. I think they got to figure out something. Actually, let's put it this way. I don't know what they really did in terms of track prep wise, but I think they should have. Um. They should have at least done like a quick hot lap session, maybe just to dust the grill off. And I'm not saying, oh, put the next-gen cars on the track for, like, for, like, a quick, like, two, three minutes just to get the dust off the track and whatnot, but I would well, I would at least, you know, try to get some of the track worked in fully so that way there you don't have these issues. I mean, it may happen anyways, but um, it may, that might be an idea to, or something to consider. I would say, but the night race definitely um, helped out. I think the race, the rain helped in terms of the track, but it I would say it didn't really it kind of killed the momentum because um, I remember Bob Cocker saying something about the while the rain helped some of the drivers in parts of the race. It kind of killed the momentum because at that point you're trying to see who could really prevail without having a some
0: sort of fresh track, okay, but isn't that what racing is about? I mean we put and and I'll give you we put so much emphasis on what pakkurus says and and not just us but everybody. Everybody that covers NASCAR seems to put a lot of emphasis on what he says. What he just yep. said was something that we all know. I mean, change whether it's dirt or it's asphalt, you still have to be able to make the changes to race the track. In the first two segments, they weren't racing the track. They were racing the weather. They were racing the weather. They wanted to get to lap 126, so it was a – that way if it rained, it was a – in a torrential downpour, it was a done deal. You know, and then obviously Amigo would have won it. Um, But I don't know. I mean, I I just think – that's their job. Their job, whether we race on dirt or we race on asphalt or we race on sand, the job is to change your cars to be able to race in, to deal with the changing track p- conditions. If not, race I racing. If if you don't want to race changing track conditions, um, you know, uh, that's their job. That's what they get paid big dollars to do. And that's why these crew chiefs make absurd amounts of money, is to figure out how these guys are going to race these cars on an ever-changing track condition.
1: I understand your point, Craig, but I'm just saying, I would like to, I, as much as the rain helped in a sense, it kind of killed it in terms of momentum. And then, like, if, would the track have rubbered up more? Would we still see multi-groove racing without the rain? That like, that's where I'm trying to get at. Because like, who would have prevailed if we didn't have these rain delays? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not I'm not against of what you're saying, but I'm just also I'm also throwing it out there that <laughs> I would have liked to see who would have prevailed in these type of uh, track conditions without the rain delays. Because huh. the tra- cause right, like right, you right, said, right. The, that track changed a lot in, over the course of the race. Right. But yeah. could have, what have she kept getting
0: damp. Most of the time, the track goes dry, dry, dry. So she turns into this type of surface that almost resembles an asphalt track because you get so much rubber put down, it turns into a dry, slick situation. You got a bunch of guys burning the right rears off. But what we've seen in this was a continuous of moisture being put back into the speedway, which in return gave us some awesome damn racing. But Tad, being that you from the dirt tracks like you are, that's a good that's a good eye, my friend, because I've been a, I've been in dirt tracks for the last ten years, and I know exactly what you're just talking about, and 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 that is true, and and I didn't know when I was stepping out on this stone that said, oh, you know, I hope I think that the rain had to, you know, uh, the uh, a real uh, 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 advantage to the race being good. I didn't realize that's what I was saying until I really listened to your side of the point there uh uh a task uh i i kind of agree i want to know what it would have been like without the rain
1: oh yeah, i'll make i'll make it a point and as to why i said that because back in i'll make a local reference point back in 2019 i went to the fonda 200 at fonda speedway and the first seven seventy 70 to 80 laps um were ran uh, were ran before, like, a like a two-hour rain delay, I believe it was. And how the race went was basically the first, like, 15, 20 laps. Everyone was trying to get the best position possible. Then it was a freight train of everyone riding the inside lane um before, obviously, lap traffic would become a factor at some point. But for the most part, it was basically freight train racing on the inside group. Then the rain delay came. And when the rain came through, you – Everything that was rubbered up was now a fresh brand new track, so while you could so while they ran the final first half of the race before their halfway break, they pretty much had a fresh brand new track to burn a hundred laps off with because the first twenty laps was basically running the track in so i mean i I would have so at that point, I would have thought, okay, who would have really won had the track, you know, done this type deal? And that's where, and that when I listened to Pacaris, and then I made that relation um, way back then, it was like, okay, I would have liked to see who would have prevailed had the rain not been a factor, who would have prevailed on a more dry slick track? Would the track be a multiple group, or would we see more of a freight train style?
0: No, that is I I I understand where you're coming from Taz, I really do. Uh I did ask Miss Lee uh Mama Barry and, and CJ what they thought. Uh they uh, CJ echoed Miss Lee's sentiments. She said I like it being I like to be in a night race, but not on Easter. I think the rain helped the track and CJ agreed. And I think that's my only thing is get it off at of Easter, Easter and Mother's Day, man. They're sacred holidays. We used to but, not but, race but on, but either. that's not what that's not what the ratings said, y'all. The ratings said people love to have something to do on a Sunday evening besides watch a stupid uh, 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 stick and ball sport, right? Because because the NBA plays, Major League Baseball plays. Uh, uh 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 there was UFC, there was uh WWE, there was uh golf, all these other sports that are willing to take that advantage. NASCAR has seen that that's an opportunity. Now I agree. You don't have a you don't have a Easter noon race because that's not the time and appropriate place for it. But in the evening race when you when you pulled four million views viewers, I think I, I think I think the time slot shows you that uh that, that everything it's like cooking with spice everything's just right. I uh I mean I'd have to look at the ratings of everything else but um I, I do know that the USFL was on Sunday night or no I'm sorry Saturday. Um, which is, you know, not a new sport because we had it back I don't know 15 20 years ago. Um uh, but I mean, the ratings say one thing, so we'll have to see. I mean, I'm interested Greg, to see what happens Greg. in 2023 with the track. Yes, sir. Greg, when when uh, when the USFL was last apparent, Herschel Walker was played. Okay, that was oh, not... nice. <laughs> that was not 15 to 20 years ago, buddy. I just well, you know, I trying to not, you know not to show that. It... My, my, you didn't, my, have to, my you didn't have to my say bad. that I'm the my oldest bad. one on here, you know. My my bad, Popo. That's all right, buddy. I was trying to be positive, you know. <laughs> but wait, no, that was the XFL that may have been 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, uh, the, yeah, the XFL was 2001 or
0: 2003 or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. So yeah, and but the he the uh, again XFL a couple years nice. ago. Yeah, but, uh, I think Donald Trump has filed bankruptcy four times since the USFL. So, <laughs> all right, we are on stat of the day. Stat of the day. How are so we on stat is of the day? I don't know. That's what Do we just put in the group chat. All right. Okay. So
1: one, I know, uh, Craig or Chris, you guys put in our chat thread uh, one. That that was in that was a great one to bring up. I have one where uh, a tweet was made. It says last night, which was Sunday night, was the tenth Cup Series last lap pass. Kyle Busch was a part of four wins. When and when he's been a part of it, he's gotten four wins and six losses out of it. That puts him with Michael Waltrip going six wins, five losses, Dale Earnhardt, four wins, eight losses, and Richard Petty, six wins, eight losses, as drivers involved in a double-digit number of last-lap passes in the Cup Series. The best the, the best record all time of last-lap passes of Cup Series racing is Kyle Yarborough, who's actually won every single one of his last-lap passes, um, or has won each involvement of the last lap pass in the races that he's won. So he's gone seven and zero. Worst all time is Buddy Baker, who's winless of 0 and five. Uh best active right now. Uh if you guys wanna if you two wanna take a swing of who's best active right now, go right ahead. And you guys can also take a swing of who's the worst active right now. Uh, worst active, I'll go Bubba Wallace. Okay, Craig, your best active guess. Ross Chastain. Chris, your guesses. Did we lose Chris?
0: We may have lost Chris. Kevin, Hart. Boy, he has it on? Oh, wait! Whoa!
1: Wait! Hold on! Kevin Harvick for best or worst? Best. And the worst?
0: Who did I say? Who did I say a second? Oh, Ricky Stenhouse, Jr.
1: Both of you are wrong because best active goes to have it your way BK of 6-0. and oh. And the worst active is T-Rex. Going
0: zero four. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Start of the day. Start of the day. Da, 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 start of the day. Chris, I have, I have to agree with the thing that you just posted. Uh, where where Kyle Bush gets out of the car and says, I feel like I feel like Dale Earnhardt. But you knew that he wasn't oh, yeah. gonna win. Uh, he wasn't going <laughs> to he wasn't going to endear himself to people. But hey, he was in the right place at the right time. And, you know, those two decided to play spank each other. And he was like, here, I'll help you. Yeah, isn't that that the point? I mean, you know, you got to run up front to get a win. And so Kyle Busch did everything right all night long. And I don't know who – you know, we said at the end of the show last week it was probably going to be somebody that was just wild. Well, I don't know if you could get any wilder than Kyle Busch winning a dirt race at at Bristol. I mean, you know, he should have been the the first stop because of the success at Bristol. But – you know we 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 decided to to circle in uh the uh, the class favorites there uh with uh Chase Elliott, Lar- and uh, uh, I mean uh Kyle Larson and uh and uh that old boy who Christopher was Christopher Bell the uh, Christopher Bell yeah the 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 young money and uh the the health guy I I do have a I, I was grateful for the fact that I don't know if we're up to checker flags and black flag segment yet or whatever we call it. Um, much, we're there. Uh, we this okay. right out the window we didn't I don't no, know what it right is. But it's Kobe, Kobe cheese. Um, <laughs> I, I was glad to see that. I was glad to see that uh, Kyle Bush didn't get out of the car and badmouth the car. Like he did the COT car back in two thousand and seven when he won, yeah, uh, he kind of did. He did badmouth the car. He compared himself to Dale Earnhardt. Well, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> he didn't. Uh, he, he didn't do it directly, if you will. What else did he say? What else? What else did his smart ass say? I was just so glad. I, I feel am like, so glad oh, oh, that our said, sport has a like villain.
1: I feel like Dale Senior. I feel like Dale Senior right now, and I didn't even do anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, know, he was just I, there I'm in so the right place the right time. I'm glad our sport has a villain, guys, because uh, you know. Who I, I think Chocolate Myers said they were booing him because he had said something about the dirt track or something like that. No, Chocolate Myers. They were booing him because even somebody like me, who who is a fan of this guy they call Kyle Bush. I even boo him as a fan because we love the booze. He can take his bow. That's what he wants. And that's what we give him. I mean I'm on I'm on you know we started this show many years ago and I spent more time bashing Kyle Bush. Man, I ate that crow already. Man, this guy he he, he is the sport, man, and he needs to be in victory lane to be relevant. And so uh being able to back his way into a win here when two youngins just went out of control. I mean, we spend more time talking about this. What about the Tyler Reddick and Chase Briscoe, the two young guns of the sport? Not, you know, uh, uh, what could Tyler have done different, you know? Um, but no, instead, we're going to talk about Candyman because Candyman got it done, and That's that's what Candyman does. Well, I don't. He said he could have not driven the corner so hard. He could have you know, he could have, he should have, he would have, but he didn't. Um yes. You know He, he didn't drive the wheels off of it. So he, he 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 had no reason to be mad because he was actually trying right. to he was he himself was trying to back his way into his first win by being easy on it. And guess what? It cost him, man. He was watching those mirrors because Briscoe was hauling tail to him. And, uh, you know, it cost Tyler Reddick the race. Did Briscoe do wrong by dive-bombing? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. Did, did he really? I don't know. But I was going to say did he really <laughs> yeah. because – because did he really? Because isn't that what that's you're supposed to be in the, the last lap? Yeah. That's the nature I of the racers. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's – uh, this is not – this is not Dale Jr.'s racer in NASCAR no more. I've told you you guys that many times. And, 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 you know, like I said, if both of them had tasted what, what that piece of cake tastes like, that some of these older drivers are like the Hamlin and the Harvicks of the world uh, and the Bushes of the world, they knew what that cake tasted like, they wouldn't have been smiling down there either. They would have been boxing. But these are two young kids who are just now starting to figure out that they're in the biggest sport Motorsport in the whole entire world, and uh in a couple of years it won't be smiles. You'll see Clint Boyer a situation like Clint Boyer where he's chasing down uh, uh Jeff Gordon who's running off into his holler uh that, that's that's the future here and and we and it'll take about ten years for us to really start to see the inside of, of guys bowling over like that. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like I sound like Chocolate Myers just then by being just a little bit too much of a boomer. No, no, you didn't sound like Chocolate Myers because you didn't do this. Um. <laughs> well, um, uh, um uh, let me tell you that. Um. um uh, 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 well, um. Uh, 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 um <clears throat> honestly. Honest to God, I do love listening to him and John Roberts, but I can't stand that. It's like you're an expert. You're, doing this. you're an expert. You've been doing this fifty years. Like I don't, I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> you should know your stuff. I don't know what's funny. The fart noise or. The- Every time I hit it I'm done done. Ah. Okay, you didn't make it You didn't make it to morning radio If you didn't know how to use the fart noise So uh, I'm just just telling you right now Um, Okay, so back on track Ben Rhodes, guys Ben Rhodes Come on, Ben Rhodes Well, I got that one right (laughs) <laughs> you, I got that you one me, right. Buddy. <laughs> ah, dang it, boy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Let me go back. I mean, yeah. Tell us why you got that right, Craig. Why did you believe in Ben Rhodes at a dirt track? <laughs> okay, you really want to know? Yeah. It was, <laughs> he was the first driver that popped in my head. <laughs> he was legitimately... The first driver I thought of when I knew it was time to do picks. (laughs) And I thought, Ben Rhodes. I don't know why, but that was what popped. And when I seen that we were coming home from – we were actually coming home from my dad's and and my stepmom's, and I'm like, when I had heard that he had won the race – and I'm like, All right. I, and I said to Teresa, I'm pretty sure I have Ben Rhodes. i got to look when we get home. Well, when we got home, I went to bed. I woke up Sunday morning, and I looked, and I was like, well, happy Easter to me. Uh, <laughs> I got another win for the season. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, yeah, I mean, just, there, was there was no rhyme or reason. Yeah, there was honestly no rhyme or reason. For why I picked Ben Rose. I'll be dang. Well, guys, at seven forty-five, it's time for us to mention the fact that you can find us on all kinds of podcasts. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Google Chromecast. Our podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes. Man, you can go to Podpage and uh, and see all those uh, networks that we're linked into. Craig Moore, uh, we are we have a catalog. Uh, podcast places that uh, that that uh, syndicate the show here, um, but we want to thank our listeners uh, for joining the show here on the live stream. Of course, if you miss part of the show, you can catch us on a replay with one of those podcasts. Whichever favorite podcast you have, iHeartRadio, uh, maybe Spotify or iTunes; those are the, seem to be the favorites there. Maybe you'll catch them on on that as well. Now, now, Craig. We're going off into the segment of your favorite segment, uh, black flag, checker flag, or checker flag, black flag. And, uh, I, but I wanted to give you a minute to finish what you were saying there. No, I, as I said, it, there was really no rhyme or reason to it. So, I mean, and I think some of us do that. I know I know you and Taz and more so Taz studies the rankings and he looks at the numbers He reminds me of, and this is a huge compliment, and Chris and Miss Lee and CJ, I think I know you, I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. He reminds me a lot of stats, God rest his soul. Um, Taz studies the stats, and that's how he picks his driver, um, his, his drivers. I go by sheer what happened, whatever, whoever I think. Now... This weekend's I've I've got a couple of uh, picks, but we're going to save those obviously till the end. But I I just I don't know. Kudos to Taz for putting all the stats together to make his picks, but sometimes you just got to go with uh, the first driver that enters your mind, because uh, you know sometimes okay. that does pay off for you. <laughs> All right, man. So, I'm, interested in so I'm ready he, to go with So he was play. he was NASCAR, NASCAR Thomas, Mister NASCAR Thomas. It's nice to meet you, Mister NASCAR Thomas. Uh What yes. what what do you do you see in your crystal ball of this weekend, uh, Mister NASCAR Thomas? But we'll, well that for later. Yeah, we'll save that for later. All right, come on, black flags, black flags, checker flags, guys. Let's let's give our let's give let's give our uh, I was going to go
1: last in this one because I wanted to see what you guys had lined up first. <laughs>
0: Shoot, man. Well, Damn you dumb. haven't talked much yet, Taz, so we're going to let you talk.
1: All right, well, I'm going to throw a checker flag you guys probably weren't even thinking of throwing out anyways because my checker flag goes up to North freaking Wilkesboro. We're back, baby. Ah! bye That's right. North Wilkesboro returns. It will have races of grassroots series on asphalt races in August and then dirt in October. Then a repave in 2023. August through October will be asphalt. And we'll see uh, cars of the super late models, the street stock, pro late models, limited late models. Open wheel modified, late model stocks, and the Hornet. Then for the dirt in October, till so whenever they stop racing, uh, let's see, super late models, 410 sprint cars, big block modified, street stocks, open wheel modified, 602 crate late models, 604 crate late models, stock cars, and the Hornet. So, yes, my checker flag is going up to North freaking wilkes we're back to the historic short track right there. Hell yeah. woo My black flag goes to the stinking rain for killing the momentum of the dirt race. <laughs>
0: All right, so if I got to go, if I'll go, we'll, Chris, we'll save you for last, buddy. We'll let the old guy go second. Uh my checker flag goes for the fans in attendance that stuck it out and uh the viewership at home. I think that uh, like you they were looking for something to do. And uh eighty thousand eighty thousand people at at that place was uh phenomenal, although NASCAR didn't do it any any uh justice. And uh 80,000 out of 100 And my black flag Goes to Michael Waltrip What? And Michael Waltrip Wait, what? Listen, listen Michael Waltrip and the TV people Behind the camera The producers behind the camera Kaz, did you watch the race? The company, yeah. Okay, so Chris, you know where I'm going with this? With this? No. no. Okay, so every time they shot to Michael Waltrip, first of all, oh, no. kudos for him to him for for wearing sneakers. Okay. No. Okay. But oh no. His, his, oh no. His, his, you see, he needs to get some sun. He needs to come to South Florida. And get on oh, to no, 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 no. Get out of Owensboro, Kentucky, and come down and get some sun, because that boy got some chicken legs. They were white. Uh, <laughs> somebody should have told that boy. Um, oh, hello. Yes, I agree, Miss Lee. Um, somebody should have told that boy that his pant legs were up and that he kept showing skin because uh, I can't think of any other reason for a black flag. I mean, the weekend was phenomenal, as I said in my opening. <laughs> if you didn't like this damn race, you're not a fan. Uh, Miss Lee, I'll give Miss Lee's checker flag to Fox for bringing back. Boogity, 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 let's go racing, boys. I thought Daryl was phenomenal. But, boy, did he has retirement aged him. He needs to get out of the house and do some stuff because Stevie is making him old. Uh, she Stevie's, got uh, Stevie, Stevie. Stevie. Stevie was Mikey's uh, uh, wife. <laughs> are you? Are you sure? No, sure? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm pretty, no, sure, I'm pretty sure, right. sure that was. I'm pretty sure that was. I don't know. We'll have to look. I could be right. Yeah, you may be right. You may be right. You may be right because now I'm thinking of. I, I, I think the other. I think uh Buffy. Buffy, you're exactly Buffy right. Is Buffy Mike is Mikey's wife. Is yeah, okay. Bobby so, is Mike's sorry. wife. Stevie is Stevie is, Stevie is uh Daryl's wife. Um but Miss Lee's got no black flag. So go ahead. Uh we don't know what what CJ's is. So go ahead, Chris. Well, of course, you know, you got to give checker flag to to NASCAR man. I mean, come on, oh, man. I mean, everybody got all excited last year. We saw two labs and and Markets and them were already saying, hey, we're going to do this again. We're going to run this back. You are like, I don't really know if it's going to be worth running back. And we were all kind of left up going up into this week of wondering what we were going to have here. And uh, we wound up with a great race. We wound up with plenty of storylines to talk about. You know, there's you hardly ever hear storylines in the NBA, right? It, it, either it's LeBron James talking or it's really nothing, right? At hockey, you don't ever hear anything about hockey. Uh, baseball, you'll only start hearing about baseball during trade season and all. But football and racing, man, there are storylines every single week, man. A page, tons of pages of storylines. And NASCAR just gave us some more, you know, some good storylines. It helps us uh, create content on shows like this at Race Chat Live. Uh, my black flag, my black flag's got to go to Tyler Reddit, guys. I mean, it's just, he wrecked, he, wrecked you. he wrecked you. You were on your way to your first win. And, man, I mean, it's just, I don't want people, to, I don't want people, he he kind of, it come off like, like you know, I, I want to use this word loosely, but it come off like he kind of got bullied there, you know? And, and... I don't want to see Tyler Reddick turned into a pushover. I, I know that the kid probably comes from a pretty wealthy family and all, and he's a little guy. But then he, he reminds me so much of Martin Martin that, you know, it, it, I guess, if, you know, the reason why Martin Martin didn't win the Daytona 500 is because he's a nice guy, right? The reason why Mark why Martin didn't win a championship is because he was a nice guy, right? Nice guys are most of the time the bridesmaids, you know? That, um, and, and I've got this superpower feeling that, uh, you know, Tyler Reddick could be the next, you know, ultra star, superstar. And when you see a guy get knocked out of the way like that, you want to you say, okay, well, great, he showed good sportsmen ship you know he, he didn't get all mad about it but man my gosh it was your first victory in the garage they're all walking those guys on your pit crew team they're walking away wondering man we worked hard to put you there and you didn't go to bat for us and i think that's something that we're all missing here it's not just tyler reddick that makes that race team go fast every single one of those guys in that garage that work on tyler reddick's car and they my friends they got their heart broke, and their driver didn't take up for them. If if Tyler Reddick had shown some true enough upset, I'm gonna whoop your ass type content, then those guys would feel a little bit better this week at the shop. But now they're just wondering whether or not their guy has what it takes to actually put their car into victory lane. That's that's my. I know it's a sad black flag, but but that's that's where I stand, fellas. No, and I I get it. I think that uh, I think he could have shown uh, some moxie. You know, he should have been upset. He shouldn't have. I'm not saying pull a pull a Ty Dillon and and throw some punches, but he didn't even. He was. It was almost like, um, oh sure, he's a good old boy. You know, yeah. the good old boy syndrome. You know, so, uh, but I think that, I think maybe he was oh, a little worried about. Tommy Dunn shot one of his renters and killed him, you know. We can't do nothing yeah. with Tommy. Hell, he's been written to the low lives for, for a dozen years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn, Tommy, why why you want to shoot that feller? Exactly. But I think that he's learned the lesson and uh I don't think maybe next time he'll be so uh he'll be so um calm, cool, and collected at least i hope yep. not i agree. I, agree. I hope not either because this, it puts a bad impression for their, for his race team who all of those guys on that pit wall were were just you know two hundred yards away from celebrating their first victory. Uh, on that 18. So, uh, you know, it's not just his broken It's not just his mama's broken heart. It's every other crew chief and every other crew member uh, in that garage uh, for the RCR number 18. I've been waiting a long time to see that number eight get back into victory lane as well. I I remember all the number three pushers. Well, you know, one day we'll see the three back in victory lane. Man, I'm ready to see that number eight back in victory lane because I don't think there's a better driver out there driving it than Tyler Reddick. And, you know, I mean – I thought, for real, Craig, I thought you you was Nascadamus. I thought you had done picked it out. You done looked into the crystal ball, and you had seen what was going on. And uh, But, unfortunately, mm. uh, Chase Briscoe, a driver that I like a lot, uh, thought that uh, he deserved it a little bit more. So, um, that's just the way the, the cookie crumbles sometimes. Man, I'm excited about this next segment that we got coming up, guys. It's been a while since we was able to kick it over to Taz and let him give us uh, some updates about what's going on in the northeastern uh, region of the of uh, America. And uh, it looks like that the snow is going to be melting pretty soon, and the flowers are going to start growing, and uh, y'all are going to start your dirt track season out there. Am I right, Taz? Well, we've
1: kind of kicked off, in a sense, depending on what track you want to talk about, but Fonda Speedway was supposed to start this past Saturday, but because of rain, uh, it's not happening now. So the season opener will actually be on the twenty second, I believe that's Saturday. No. Twenty third. I'm sorry, twenty third. Um it'll be this Saturday, the twenty third. Um that will be the Montgomery County open honoring jumpin' Jack Johnson, the Sunoco modified with sale panels will raise 40 laps the distance and they'll be uh, competing for 12, a $12,000 pay, winner's paycheck, uh, $1,000 for the 10th place finisher, and $500 to start. Um, the event will only offer 25 show up points for all of the modified competitors and will utilize the draw redraw format. Also on tap will be the Swagger Factory Apparel Crate 602 Sportsman, Montgomery County Office for Aging Limited Sportsman, Algonquin Motel Pro Stocks, and Fonda Fair Four Cylinders. And all of those classes will um, open up their weekly points uh, season this Saturday, as well for this Saturday as well as the Mohawk Valley Vintage Dirt Modified Series. They'll make their first visit of this season to the track of champions, and they will also kick off their 2022 season this Saturday as well. Um,
0: What about all these Saratoga tests?
1: They did run uh, Friday night. They had, oh, shoot, I don't remember how many mods they had. They had a whole bunch right there. Um, but as far as results from this past Friday night, um, the it was the Batman Peter Britton. Um he won the modified uh feature event Friday night at Albany Saratoga Speedway, followed by Matt DiLorenzo, Lightning Larry White, Magic Mike mahini and Michael Maresca, the top five. The the Sportsman Division had Cody Oaks with the win, Walt Hammond second, the Lunchbox, Chad Edwards third, Alex Bell fourth, and BC Brian Calabrese the top five. The Pro Stock Division had Rob Yutman with the win, Jason Melt second, Jason Casey third, the cuz Cous, Cousin Luke Horning in fourth, and Kim Duel round out the top five. In the Limited sports, Sportsman Division, it was Chris Crane Jr. with the win, Alex Lane second, Evan Roberts. Evan Roberts third, Craig Holy fourth, mm-hmm. and Tommy D'Angelo, the top 5 in the street stock division it was Paul Bremer with the win, Andrew Fitzgerald second, Jimmy Duncan third, PJ Cram Jr. fourth, and Racing Jason Samroth the top 5. Um as far as Uticarome Speedway their season will be opening up uh very very soon. Um Trying to pull up the date for when they kick off their season. They will kick things off on 22nd with an open practice session. And they will prepare for a honoring Alex special on April 29th, which is their season opener. So not this coming weekend, but next weekend will be um, the Utica Rome Speedway season opener as well. Uh, The Short Track Super Series for up here in the Northeast um, kicks off, or they've already kicked off, I should say. Obviously, they started in Florida, then they ran at Cherokee, they ran at Orange County, Fair Speedway. Next up for the series will be the Diamond State 50 at Delaware International Speedway. Um, they'll be there on Tuesday, April 26th. For and This will be the South Region Round Number 2 race. And heading into that night will be the Ringo's Rocket, Ryan Godin being the point leader. After his triumph at Port Royal Speedway
0: with his win there, and real quick, Chaz, I just looked because I was going to ask you, and then I said I would look. My I figured I'd look myself uh, so I could help you out. Uh, Glen Ridge Motorsports Park over in Fultonville uh, open practice on the 24th, and their season kicks off the first uh, Sunday night. Dollar hot dog opening night. So, Chris, you might want to hurry up and fly up there um, for $1 hot dogs. Or uh, might want to fly up there, I should say, for $1 hot dogs. Um, all, all divisions, all points begin uh, thanks to the man with the red chair, whoever that is, free popcorn by Jason Fitzgerald Racing and classic muscle arts for Glen Ridge Motorsports Park over in uh in, uh Fultonville, the town of Glen in upstate New York. So uh that's a nice little fast track for anybody up in the area. Speaking of next week we're gonna have swagger factory apparel uh and team one eight Schaefer racing guru Mike Jackson joining us uh, to talk about their upcoming season and they're going to be joining us in the 9 o'clock hour. So uh, be sure to everybody tune in for that as well. But uh, I'm looking forward to hearing the uh, racing calls from Fonda. Apparently they're going to have, you said they're going to have practice tomorrow night, Tens? If
1: they can get it in, they're going to do it.
0: Awesome. That's, That's good. That's, that's great, because uh, I know Jeremy Terrell and uh, his father, Jeff, are chomping at the bit to get some practice in. So, uh, you know, that'll be good. So what are we going to do next, boys? Chris, Wait. do you have
1: anything in your end of the woods?
0: We No, we got hit by a tornado two weekends in a row at the racetrack. Uh, we, we, we had to make a call uh for the super late model race I, i'm not sure anybody got any racing in uh, this past weekend so it, it's been pretty quiet around our neck of the woods well, sometimes quiet is good but not in that case if you if no, you know not what at i mean all on that one. hey uh real quick we didn't uh we forgot this when we were talking about the races for this coming weekend um Gregson is going to be sponsored by the girl with her little red ponytail. Uh, Wendy's a sponsor in Gregson's car in Talladega this weekend. So uh, that's pretty cool. All right. I
1: knew Mr. Wendell would come through. Oh, wait. Wrong person. Never mind.
0: (laughs) So uh, we don't have a whole lot going on down here either. They race, but far for the course. I can't get to anything. I can't find anything on Facebook or on their website. I've reached out to Mr. Ken Kenny a few times, and I've asked him to get me his uh, finishing order so we can talk about it. So until he does that or until he posts it on a regular basis, I have nothing to report here from South Florida except for – Taz, just to reiterate one more time, Chris and I have zero white stuff on the ground. And you've apparently got a tree. Um, I you have, apparently have I a tree that needs trees. to come down, but your weight lady is not going to let you handle the chainsaw.
1: Oh, no, she'll let me, depending on, the, on that one, but...
0: But... Um, Uh, ARCA is racing this Saturday at Talladega before the Xfinity race. ARCA West is at Kern Racing Raceway Saturday as well. So it's going to be a full um, weekend of racing at Talladega this weekend. We're going to have the ARCA series, the Xfinity series on Saturday, and then the Cup series on Sunday.
1: Now, ARCA, I'm pretty sure ARCA West will be on flow racing, but I'm not sure if the main ARCA series will be so uh, if you got flow racing, you better get it. $150 a year. And it covers all the tracks, all live racing events, regardless of wherever they are. Um, plus replay. So if you missed a live event, you can go rewatch it. You can rewatch it over again and again and again. I wouldn't go that extreme, but still.
0: No. Um. Oh, I wanna give a huge shout out to while uh, we're waiting for Chris, we'll move on to our next Harka, uh topic as well. Um huge shout out to uh Carolina Mo- Carolina Sports Plus. Uh again, if you missed any part of this show, um I don't know why you would miss it. It's a great show. Uh you can listen to it on Apple you can listen to it on Apple iTunes. You can listen to it on Spotify. You can listen to it on uh, Google, iHeart. There's a bunch more that we can listen. You can listen, re-listen to this show. Uh, if you're not, uh, you got here late. Shame on you. We understand, but shame on you. You should block off eight o'clock at night on Tuesday nights for Race Chat live on Blog Talk. Want to thank the illustrious Mister CJ Sports who post Monday night uh, his show for uh, we we have the uh, website the 110 nation sports I believe it is for the next like century and a half Um, so be looking for new articles up there Uh, I know at the bottom of the hour we've got two questions coming up I'll I'll give you a hint as to what they are Uh, why do they roll the track backwards Why do they run the Packer cars backwards on a dirt track?
1: I like this question.
0: And, uh, and why don't, when on a dirt track, the uh, windshields break when mud is slung up on them, um, or rocks, we're going to be answering those two questions right around the bottom of the hour at, uh, 9.30, 9.40, um... So be listening for those. If you ask those questions, uh, be listening for those answers coming up at the bottom of the hour. What do we've got now, Taz? Oh, boy. I think the only thing we got is Dega. All right. Well, let's talk Dega. There is some really big news at Talladega. Uh, first off, in the Xfinity race, Jeffrey and Earnhardt is going to be back behind the wheel of a number three at... Talladega Jeffrey Earnhardt is going to be driving The Richard Children's number three entry On top of the pit box For the first time And if you thought Stone Cold Coming back at Wrestlemania this year Was huge head Larry Mack is going to be On the pit box For Jeffrey Earnhardt At Talladega So That is and that's not something Just like in the last week or so you know, Larry Mack decided, "Hey, this is a good idea." You know, this was in the works for a while.
1: Oh, I had to. Um, um, oh, yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a minute,
0: there, Miss Lee. Um, you know that was in the. You know that's been in the works for a while. Oh, definitely. So, I I expect. I don't know if I necessarily expect him to win. But with a crew chief like Mary, Larry Mack on top of the toolbox, even though he's got a few less hairs up there on top, um, I mean, I'm
1: hoping that he studies these Xfinity cars very well. I hope I know he's a crew chief and I know he's got the brains to do it. But I mean, since last time he's crew chief till about now, and I know he's been the the fox uh, the fox crew chief, but I mean, crew chiefing. Uh, from a broadcast standpoint, versus crew chiefing down on the track side, uh, got to be two oh, different. Oh, totally
0: different. But if you don't think that he has spent time over the last five months, do you know this? This was arranged in the off season. There's probably a good chance this was arranged in the off season or right after Daytona, for him to be on top of the pit box. You know he's been studying these cars. And I expect good things out of old uh, JE come Saturn. Now, I'm not saying he's my Xfinity pick. I'm not saying that at all. Or am I? Well, you'll just have to wait and find out. Um, but I do expect that he should run up in the top fifteen. And and Larry Mack, I'm sure he's a student of his profession, even at age whatever he is, 90. Um, so I'm sure he's done his homework and and has studied these cars inside and out. So all right, Taz, you know and I know you're chomping at the bit to talk about this. In my mind, a waste of a waste of. Uh, talent series i'm sorry the srx so uh i just i just wish they raced more uh what do they race six races i wish they would race more so they would get a little bit more uh they have an awful lot of press for only racing six times a year so and they put out a lot of stuff so i'm hoping that you know maybe in a year or two that they they uh, they upped their schedule at least to 8 to 10 races. And, you know, Tony Stewart can't race because he's broke a leg or something. But what do you got, Taz?
1: So, last time I mentioned anything SRX-related uh, to, compared to Nas, so I think there's a decent amount of uh, news to break out. We have Bubba Pollard, who... Um, at Five Flags Speedway I think it was not this past weekend but the weekend prior uh they had a big super late model twin feature race and whoever got the best finish or best average finish from those two races um got to take earn themselves a ride in an SRX car and Bubba Pollard um was part of that as what so Bubba Paula got the best average finish, and he earns himself the ride at five flags. He is, however, still in the vote hunt for the Nashville uh, short track um, for the Nashville short track uh, ride right there. But I do believe, last I remembered, it was Brittany Zamora um, who was leading that field. Um, I'm going to try to pull that up real quick for you guys here because um, there were six drivers I believe that was up on that voting call um, like I said Brittany Zamora Bubba Pollard Stephen Nace was in there um, there's a few others as well I know I'm missing them and I got a hit on those too um, but like I said yep here it is Okay, so the six drivers to vote for is Brittany Zamora, Bubba Pollard, Stephen Nace, Cole Williams, Michael House, and Dylan Fetcho. And last on an update um, was about two weeks ago. Uh, Brittany Zamora is the new leader in the fan vote. Bubba Pollard still in second, and Stephen Nace uh, in third. But that is that there um bob bobby labani has picked up sponsorship for the srx this year um tony stewart obviously picked up what well, was known last year as sun rv um resorts now this they rebranded to now they're called the sun outdoors so tony stewart Will no longer be in the orange car, but he'll be in the navy blue car and still with the same sponsor, even though people will say, oh, it's a new sponsor. No, it's the same sponsor. They just rebranded. Marco Andretti goes from the black car to the orange car, sponsored by Fram. And Bobby Labonte, as it broke out today, will go from the teal car. Last year, he'll now be piloting the white car, sponsored by Sport Clips Haircuts. And I believe that's all I have for now because right oh, no nope, I forgot one more. Peyton Sellers was signed uh to be the South Boston local representative for the SRX when the series visits the South Boston track. And I was broke out the night the day when the Smart Modified tour was down there, uh, racing their um their race at that well-famous, very racy track, too. And I actually do believe that is all I have for now on the SRX side of things. All right. Well, we're moving right
0: along, fellas. And it uh, looks like uh we can turn our attention to what's going on this weekend at the big track, Talladega. Super Speedway, big news coming out. An Earnhardt will be in the three car, and somehow Fox pulls off borrowing Dale Junior from NBC. Uh, I think it's a Super Duper weekend plan. Yeah, real quick, I was muted, so Kaz didn't. Um, I want—I was just busting your ass about SRX, Daz. Um, I actually like hearing the updates. I like to said, I just wish they would do more than six races. So hopefully in the next year they can do it. Because um, I'd like or to be they, able to see it.
1: Uh, or if they did, uh, sorry to interrupt, but or if they did like six races, like um, summer's fine, but maybe like six races in the fall type deal. That's what I think. But
0: Right. You know, so, you know, uh, listen, uh Chris, we love you, but you're late on Merit Larry Mac. but we talked about that. But I think that is super, super cool. We know you were taking care of something, so we hope we got it taken care of. Uh, Storyline, coming into Daytona this weekend, or I'm sorry, Talladega this weekend, a lot of super speedway testing leading into this Talladega race, entering the 2022 season. Uh, they've been a lot of testing around the advent of the next-gen car and prepping for Talladega. Um there was a NASCAR organizational test at Daytona for both that track and Talladega back in September of 2021. Goodyear decided to add a tire test in December and it made a change to reduce the stagger in the Super Speedway tire setup. Uh, so they're gonna they're gonna change that. With Chris, can you explain the stagger different? between maybe two mile track and say Talladega jaytona like well i mean you got a half a mile difference between a two mile track and if you i I really am not the uh yeah that's that's above my wheelhouse man uh (laughs) when it comes to staggered camber and stuff like that uh yeah, you I know, I would guess the uh the more the embankment, the more stagger uh that you can apply. Uh, but that's just that's about as much as I know. I am not the Larry Mac. I wish I had my old buddy Steve. That would be a good question for him. Yeah. No, I just I wasn't sure if you knew the answer to it. Um, but I did while you were giving your answer. I basically looked it up. Uh, in basic terms, stagger is the difference between the circumference of the left and right side tires, and this difference can really affect how the car moves through the turns on oval track Right-side tires right side tires are typically larger than left side, sometimes as much as two inches in circumference uh, and you know not for nothing but size matters in that in that one case size does matter so uh that is what stagger is uh i'm looking forward to the race this weekend as as uh yeah i knew it was kind of and yeah chris you hit it you hit the nail on the head lisa that would have been a question for our good buddy steve uh i just i'm looking forward to this weekend I think we're two wild card races back to back is going to be phenomenal. Uh, I consider, I consider the Bristol Bristol Dirt Race a, a wild card because you never know what you're going to get, and then of course you go to Talladega and God, uh, anything can happen. You can have the big one. You can have the mm, Junior big one lap five, and then you wait 183 laps. And then you get the big one on the last lap. So, uh, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I don't know about Taz, but you uh, know, I will say Taz, this new job is 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 killing us here, buddy. You're not as prepared as you used to be. Like giving us our lineups. But what I do you was actually
1: working week? on that, sir. <laughs>
0: i'm just busted i'm just busting i know you got a lot going on up there with that beautiful little daughter of yours and then your other beautiful daughter and then your boy so i know you got a lot going on up there plus the new job plus you just bought a new house and you got a tree come down this week and your girlfriend's going to go out and cut it because she doesn't trust you with a chainsaw chris you know how that goes so I'm definitely looking forward to Talladega. What do you got about Talladega, Mr. Taylor? <laughs> I think Dega's going to do what Dega always does.
1: Uh, I, I think it'll provide some uh, great entertaining racing. Um, I'm hoping, I'm thinking that stage one will be quiet. Stage two, we might start seeing some shaky moves be made, but of course, you know, tell, you know how these super Speedway races go The big moves always come when it comes When the final 20 laps start kicking down Sometimes the final 30 But We all know who our main Super Speedway Races are So I mean it'll be great to see Uh Jeffrey Earnhardt pilot the number 3 In Xfinity with Larry Mack in the, on top of the box Um I believe Clinton Boyer will be piloting the Davey Allison car um, during pace laps on
0: Sunday's race at Dega as well. Yeah, I'm surprised Chris didn't bring that up. Um, but, yeah, I heard about that uh, last week or the week before, and I was super excited for that. Uh, Ms. Lee said Dega is a crapshoot just like Daytona, and she's absolutely right. Um, You never um, Talladega and Daytona You steal a line from Forrest Gump It's just like a box of chocolate You never know what you're going to get And uh, So I'll be sitting on the edge of my seat On Sunday When that race goes down uh, Coming back You know Watching, watching that, waiting for, waiting for the big one. Those of you who say you watch the races to watch the cars go round and round and round and round and round are lying. Uh, you watch it for the accidents, and it's okay because I think we all do, as long as nobody gets killed. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, as long as nobody gets killed, we're uh, you know. That's it. We want to see the crashes. And if you don't, well, then I, don't know. I can't really say that I um, don't understand. Here's an interesting fact. There are three drivers who have won on their birthday five times. Kaylee Arbro has won on his birthday twice. It's happened five times. Kyle Busch won on his birthday twice, and Matt Kenseth once. They're the only drivers to ever win a points-paying race on their birthday. So, uh, you know, if if stats are true, the next person to be able to win on his birthday is Kyle Busch on May, uh, because his birthday is on May 2nd. We have got the fan questions coming up. The first fan question went like this. Uh, I'm gonna paraphrase it, not do it. I I already. Looked at the questions. Um, the drivers in the NASCAR, in the next-gen cars or in the previous additions to the cars, uh, they run on the dirt. Their windshields don't break when chunks of mud or rock come up. The question was asked, well, why is that? Uh, but when I'm riding on the highway and a piece of – a rock comes up or something comes up and hits my windshield, it will crack my windshield. The answer is quite simple. The the windshields in the Xfinity, in the Cup and Truck Series are made of Lexan. They're not made of glass. Uh, Lexan is what they use to make bulletproof vests, uh, so that way they're durable. They can withstand – a uh, tire smacking them or uh, you know a bottle coming out of the stands and any fan that does that needs to be ejected but same thing goes for dirt dirt and mud uh, and rocks from a dirt race uh, for these cars and trucks they, they can withstand it uh, so I hope that answers your question. The second question was this why is the uh, when they when the Packer cars run on a dirt track, and I don't know how they do it down where you're at, Chris, but uh, up from where we're from, the Packer cars, and we noticed it at Bristol this weekend when they were running in the track. Um, they ran it backwards. They did it. They ran it Alan Kulwicki style, and uh, I did all the research I could I could find. And uh, it is because the track, if they were to run it in in the count in the clockwise clockwise way, they would it would further embed the water. Is the best that I can come up with. Um, they run it counterclockwise because it helps keep every it helps to keep most of the moisture in the track. That is the best way that I can uh the best way I can explain it. Taz, do you have anything or Chris for either one of those questions?
1: So, for the the first one, pretty much simply basically what you said, Craig, the windshields on the race cars are basically made of certain materials because obviously you're gonna have things fly up regardless if it's fluid or um asphalt or a piece of dirt It's gonna hit your windshield some way or fashion. Of course, you know, how we how we would normally drive when things like that happen it cracks our windshields and stuff like that. Um, obviously if you do that to a race car, it's gonna be a distraction, it's gonna cause problems. So they gotta make material that. Uh, resolve that problem. As for the second question, um, the car, the Packer cars, um, run the track in backwards to help with moisture issues, as Craig said. Um, because when the cars go forward, it, the the dirt and the surface is go- basically going the one way. So when they tack the track in, they got to go the opposite direction um, just to kind of help keep the moisture in and keep it level because it's not going to really be level and very racy at all if you just stick it to
0: one direction. All right. So, uh, Chris, you got anything, buddy? Uh, actually I was looking uh for something here. Um it's actually it's a scientific word uh that that happens when moisture comes back up from the soil or from the dirt, um, as the night goes on. Um, I've been told the term several times and I, I just can't seem to find it at this point in time. Uh, but it definitely is uh
1: a science
0: to the reason why you would, you roll the, the, the track in backwards, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things, but uh, I think it's a very interesting point about the Lexan uh, being used on the windshields as well. Like that's, that's a clear, tough armor. Uh, it's, it can be used to make bulletproof vests and stuff. So Tesla and stuff like that uh, is, uh, is also the same type of material. Uh, that's found on the windshields of these race cars, and um they've uh you know of course they have tear offs on them as well, so um that's uh that's another thing uh, with that but uh, I was looking for the certain word, and i cannot uh it's not condensation it's uh it's a more scientific word. I learned it in botany unfortunately uh that was about seventeen years ago. <laughs> So, um, I'm, I'm having a hard time finding that uh, finding that answer there. It starts with the sea, and it has to do with moisture rising up uh, from from the dirt as the uh, as the sun goes down. So that's how moisture winds back up in a racetrack. You'll see them dry off, and then you'll hear uh, you know the Kenny Wallaces of the world point out that there's moisture at the bottom of the speedway or at the top of the speedway. Well the reason why there's moisture there is because as the sun goes down that moisture is being drawn up from the ground and it it's uh so when you lay it lay the track down the opposite way you kind of it's kind of like the way that you would pre ice a, ice a cake you know you you're going to come back and you're going to put that you're going to fold that icing down uh the, the kind of the, the opposite way of when you're uh, you know forming the cake basically the base there so um, you know it's it's really uh, it is one of the signs. Hey, look, racing's not for dumb people. I promise you. The the guys that get it, there's a reason why they get it because they're very very smart. Yes, yes, that's that's it. Kapo. Yes, thank you. Uh, I don't know how to say it though. Kapila. Capillary, capillary. That's exactly. Uh, um, some people do listen to the show. That's amazing. <laughs> capillary. Um, yeah, capillary action. Right, exactly. But so that 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 kind of helps that that happen. I, it's crazy, man. I had an old timer tell me this, you know, years ago. Now, of course, being in botany, we studied that, but I, I couldn't think of the name of it. So, um, yeah, let's see if we can get a definition for that real quick. And it'll kind of explain what I mean there. So I I believe a farmer is the one that actually uh told uh answered this question. So shout out to the farm life. Uh, <laughs> several people around here I'd like to see shovel some shit. <laughs> uh, capillary action is the process of liquid flowing in a narrow space without assistance or even opposition any external forces like gravity. So, um, yeah. What is cap- capillary action? Is the movement of water within the space of por- porous material due to forces of adhesion, cohesion, or surface tension. The ability of a liquid to flow in narrow space without the assistance of sometimes opposition to external forces like gravity. So, if that makes any sense to you guys, that's the reason why they pack the track in backwards. Well, 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 all right. So we just had a science class here at uh, Race Chat Live. Of course, the silence is their uh, get your learn uh, their turbo. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> it's the over, it's the override of their uh, intelligence factor here. So, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna hush and uh, get ready for my fix here tonight.
1: Well, Chris, don't try to prepare too hard because you're first on deck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's great awesome so we got any more news for talladega i think we've covered Dale jr in the booth uh, uh what are well, the with the House winning yeah larry mack returning to the uh crew stand um how about Corey lejoy's uh rendition of larry mack uh, I thought, uh, I, you know, I, mean, I know Larry Mack's the easy guy to make fun of and all, but Corey LaJoy made an imitation that is uh, just absolutely priceless. We didn't get to say what was on Door Bumper Clear because Door Bumper Clear's podcast didn't drop until about an hour ago. Uh, so that kind of left us uh, uh, without knowing what some other guys that are popular in racing talked about. Uh, I haven't ca- caught any Dale Jr. downloads. I was able to listen to a little bit of uh, – uh, the morning drive this morning and then a little bit with, uh, Danielle Trotta and, uh, uh, Corey Lejoy. So, and probably the first five minutes of, uh, 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 uh Chocolate Myers and John, uh, John Richards. Is that who it is? John Roberts. John Roberts. Holy hell. But, uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, submit your fan questions you can submit it to anybody here in the group or you can submit it directly to the pages we want to give a shout out to my farming buddy uh miss rebecca for keeping the uh actually giving us something this time that we actually had to look up and just not spur off at the top of our head of what uh what it is but uh a shout out to the person who asked the question of why the cars were uh were rolled in backwards i also heard that question asked on uh, I believe it was with Dave Moody earlier. Maybe it was uh, maybe it was Chocolate Myers and them. I'm not sure, but that question was asked on the air. No, it was asked by Corey Lejoy, and Corey was like, "Hey, I was asking the same question." So I was kind of itching in my seat to uh, to, to give that uh, give that answer there, and then I totally forgot the words. So, um, all right. Any other news coming up about Talladega that we need to discuss, Phyllis? We are off well, next week, right? What's that, Chris? Uh, we're, we're 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 we don't have a show next week, right? Yes, we do have a show next week. Oh, Okay, I thought in the beginning of the year we had uh, agreed to not. Okay, that's cool. Uh, we'll we'll we'll. Uh, okay, so uh, all right, all right, that's cool uh do we have a guest coming up yes we do yeah we have we have uh mike jackson swagger Factor apparel joining us that just makes me look like a darn fool and i'm very sorry that i was uh, ill informed on that area i thought that uh, we had discussed uh taking a few uh weeks off out of the year and that was one of the ones that i had circled was uh the the weekend after the week after talladega because it's such a we're still recovering most of the time by Tuesday, but we'll squeeze it in and uh, we'll, we'll keep the show going. Um, if not, I'm sure that uh, you guys will be able to handle it. Uh, but uh, check out uh, Southern Dirt Track Report there on Thursday night. Uh, we may have – it's all good. Man, do not worry about that. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I thought we were going to have to talk a little bit of, about uh, the next race after Talladega, but it's all good. Um, shout out Southern Dirt Track Report. Uh Um, They'll have uh, their show Thursday night We're getting ready for the Jay Dillon show To start here on the 110 Nation Network Blog Talk Radio Um, We have more details To come about the Jay Dillon show We do know it's going to be on Sunday night And it starts in the month of May So uh, more to come On that of course the 110 Nation Sports Show If you like sports and sports in general Mr. CJ Sports will sit down and talk to you about it Uh, He has all kinds of sports that he talks about On Monday night Join his show all of the show times start at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 7 o'clock Central. Uh, we've talked Vega Of course, we've got the Xfinity race. Look, we have not, my wife and I have not attended an Xfinity race in probably, what do you say, babe, what, six years? Probably six or seven years. We're always there, but that's kind of our time where we just kind of sit back and, and chill at the campsite and enjoy our Saturday. Look, as as badass as uh, the Xfinity Series has been this year, there is without a doubt that I'm going to be there in my seat uh, in General Grandstand on Saturday watching uh, that, uh, that, that Xfinity race. Because, man, I tell you what, I expect it to be hammered down uh, one of the best races of the year. There is a lot of awesome talent right now in the Xfinity Series. A lot of guys trying to make a name for themselves, and uh, without a doubt, last the last race, the Xfinity race at Talladega, proved to be one that will, uh, well, I say created a meme, right? FJB, right? Uh, let's go, Brandon. Uh, so no telling what will happen at this Xfinity race. It was cool to hear uh, uh, Beard Racing uh, spokesperson team manager, Brendan Gone he was on. Uh, he talked about uh, – um, Noah Gregson getting the nod this weekend and bringing Wendy's on board. Wendy's is going to be on the 62 Beard Old Beard Motorsports uh, machine. Of course, this is a part-time entry in the Cup Series. Uh, They are only racing the Super Speedway races, uh, but they have brought Wendy's on board. Wendy's is going to be in the infield serving $5 big baggies. So uh, get your big bag for $5 down in the infield area. Uh, in Talladega Super Speedway this weekend and root for our buddy Noah Gregson as he goes for his first cup win in the sixty two Beard Oil Beard Motorsports uh Chevrolet. And Craig, I tell you what, man, you got a show in tonight, man. You uh you you, you talk so much I I'm not even sure if Taz is still a co host here. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. That happens. All, All right, right so well, let's, pick, let's go ahead and get her pick picks in, so in, in. Yep, get our yep, picks best in, pick, pick. So, you know, I I mean, I want to go for Brandon Brown again, right? Uh I think he was not on our radar last time around, uh but he has uh definitely showed that he likes these types of races. And he reminded me of Chris Fontaine. Chris Fontaine always ran well and he he, he stood yeah. out at these uh at these cup races. I mean, at these uh, super speedway races. But uh, as I'm looking at the uh, at the entry list, you know, of course, Jeffrey Earnhardt stands out as one of my favorites. I can't pick a favorite, guys. I'm too far in the hole. I've got to I've got to have a balanced pick here, and someone who I believe is going to really uh, help me. Uh, and, and I've seen too many times somebody like AJ Allmendinger turn it upside down. Uh, So as I'm looking through my list, you know, I I think Landon Castle may be a good sleeper pick for somebody if they were really, uh, you know, looking for one that just seems kind of off the wall. But, look, man, Austin Hill has had such an amazing run. Man, you know, he stands out. You know, Austin Hill I think is going to be a good pick on my behalf. I'm going to pick him uh, to take home the win in the Xfinity Series. Over on the Cup side, you know, I've got my favorites, of course. If it drives a forward, i probably like them. So that's going to be, you know, Logano. Uh, it could be, you uh, 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 oh, know, oh, Kevin Harvick. Uh, but, you know, I, I think I'm going to stick um, with a guy who y'all are probably going to be like, do what? But he's got more wins at, at Talladega than any other driver in the cup garage right now. There's without a doubt, I feel like this is the weekend for Roush Fenway Racing to come back and step back on the big stage. (laughs) Brad Keselowski, baby. Brad Keselowski for the win at Talladega.
1: Wow. Chris, I never thought I would hear you swing that – see you swing for that one.
0: I got to go on – I got to go on – on, on stats, man Stats, man And Keselowski has the stats At, at Talladega, baby um, As a matter of fact, I believe With the win here He would uh, He would be the, the He would set his name On a, uh, on a list that uh, Only a couple of great are on So uh, We'll see I'll have that stat ready for next week
1: Alright, well Next up in the pick lineup is Me And while well, Chris has my picks for the Xfinity side. I'm going Austin Hill. And for the Cup side, oh boy. Something tells me about the Toyota camp. I'm looking at maybe Denny Hamlin, maybe Kyle Bush, or we could say Martin Truex Jr. is a sleeper guy since he's never won a super speedway race. But there's also Hendricks Motorsports, uh, the, the Chevy Cam. Oh, uh, God. With that being said, my pick is going to be none other than the Team Penske driver, Ryan Blaney. As for Mr. CJ, Mr. CJ's picks, he's got Noah Gregson for the Xfinity side and showman the hack Alex Bowman for his cup pick. Which brings us to, I believe it is none other than production manager, Miss Lee Reed, you are on the chopping block. Craig, you're on deck after her. All right, she goes dinger, Mister Dingaling, for the Xfinity. Let's see who she's got for the cup side. She's gonna go giggles Logano for the cup side. All right, Craig. Swing for the fences.
0: Hello? Craig? I had myself unmute. Um Miss Lee says she did no present preparation she took no preparation each for this pick for her picks so she's going the Craig Moore route um, for I'm gonna also go with Almondinger for uh, the win at, on Saturday and is everybody sitting down sure okay Chris are you sitting because my pick for Sunday <laughs> is none other than Buh, 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 Bubba Wallace. I'm leaving this room. Uh, show's over. Show's over. <laughs> it's over. I'm seriously <laughs> beginning to end episode. Going once, going twice. <laughs> This show is over.
1: You know, we're just going to kick Craig
0: out for the rest of the show. Yeah, Craig's gone. They got hung up on him.
1: <laughs>
0: we're not allowing him back on the show, Dad. Wow.
1: Put him back on. I want to see what he does.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) He didn't mute me, the bastard. Uh, (laughs) Brush Hicks for Sunday. Seriously, in all seriousness, (laughs) Uh, Miss Lee wants me to explain why Bubba. Just because I knew what would happen. I wanted to give everybody a good laugh. In all seriousness, my pick for Sunday is Larson. Um,
1: Get I think, out of
0: here! I think Larson is. Uh, I think Larson's going to be your winner. But wouldn't everybody? Wouldn't everybody just about die if Bubba did actually win a race that wasn't rain shortened? Uh, it I would just fuel more fire to the conspiracy that super speedway races are fixed. Yeah, so here I've got something I want to bring up. We got a couple of minutes left. Um, we can discuss it if we want to do it. Then we can we can post it. I put it put it in the chat. Uh, bonus points for pipping, picking the lap plus or minus three laps for the big big one. Ten point bonus. It has to include eight at least eight cars. So. Um, or 10 guards. Uh, just just something I'm throwing out there just as a joke. To make it interesting. We do plus or minus on football, so I was just throwing it out there. Something I thought about.
1: I mean, I would throw it out there without points, but...
0: I mean, you're not going to lose So points, what are we doing? But... Most of the time the big one happens with 50 to go, are we doing before fifty to go or after fifty to go what a, what what a you have a three lap three, waiver yeah. period right, so it can happen on lap one thirty five to one thirty eight or one thirty nine you know between one thirty you know like that because it if you happens, pick, so
1: chris you, chris if you pick say lap one 142. You have, uh, one. You have up, up to 145, and as low as 139.
0: Yeah, this is not going to be Daytona, guys. This is Talladega. This is going to be a completely different beast. There's no part shortage now. These guys are gonna, they're they're gonna be all out. They're gonna be all over the place. They're really gonna try be trying to figure out how to drive this car. Remember, first time they didn't know what the hell the car would do. This time around, they're going to try to test this car to make it do more than what uh, than what it did at Daytona. So I I, I would probably go with uh, somewhere around lap forty, maybe lap fifty, uh, early on in the race when you, when you see the uh, the big one. Probably lap forty-seven. All right. So Chris, remember that lap 47. 188 laps. One
1: hundred
0: eighty-eight laps in this race.
1: Right now what left qualifies as the big
0: one? So so if there's a if there's eight or more cars, right? So we can have multiple big ones. But or do we go with it the most cars wrecked three. in the car? Right, it has to be the most wrecked cars in the big one. Or, or we could just go for what we think is going to be the biggest one. Again, we can toy with it in the group chat. And then put, our, then or put you can, our thoughts. Or or I wouldn't see the
1: lap I would say how many cars would get involved in the big one.
0: What? All right, yeah, yeah we can like we could toy with it in the chat. Yeah, let's let's do, let's see how many cars are caught in the big one. So right. that that's kind of on the prices right. That way if you pick a dollar you you you're the closest one to it, you know what I mean? So let's do, it. let's do that like the Price is Right does when they're calling you up on the stage. Well, uh, we'll whoever's the closest to the amount of, uh, of cars wrecked gets the bonus. I like it. I like it. All right. So I'm going to say at least nine cars. I'm going to say 12. <laughs> and I'm going to say Bubba starts it. <laughs>
1: oh, I'm going to say Wrecky Spin House. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm five points away. Well, Craig says right, no, nine. That's too easy. <laughs> yeah,
0: what do you I'm got? Going, I'm
1: going. I'm gonna be that guy. Sorry, Chris. Thirteen. Ah,
0: oh. that's the Price Is Right strategy, baby. Miss Lee, you going with one dollar? He
1: also goes twelve.
0: Oh uh, she got twelve as well, yeah she unless
1: she changes her number,
0: okay, well, we can award bonus points to two different winners, yeah, sounds good to me yeah no i'm I'm all for it. I just think it adds a nice little twist to the uh right. to the weekend. come on, 12. So 12 cars, twelve cars caught up in the ring. All right. Well, and I said somehow 9 We've burned about another four or five minutes of this endless show here tonight. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I sure did. I'm looking forward to uh, stepping out of the studio and hauling ass to Talladega Super Speedway where I was raised up. We're going to throw our whiskeys in the glass and uh, turn up, to slow down, and slow down to turn up. So uh, uh, y'all join us. I really, I really, it would be It would be amazing to get this group together for a Talladega race. I swear to God, it would uh, be the coolest event ever. If uh, somehow we could get everybody in one spot, I would like it to be Talladega. Now, Daytona probably sounds more fun, but uh, definitely Talladega. Uh, But uh, So, thank you for listening to the show, guys. Remember, you can find us on the podcast pages. This is our next pod drop. That's what I want to call it around here, the next pod drop. Race Chat Live can be found on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Man, we are on YouTube. Uh, You can uh, Google it, and it'll take you uh, to whatever is the most popular network on Google. Uh, You'll be able to find us there. But uh, sure enough, just check out Race Chat Live and uh, search it through the 110 Nation Sports or just Race Chat Live on Google. All right. Yes, get us back out of here.
1: Alrighty, folks, this has been Reachet Live here on Blog Talk Radio. You can catch us on all our forms of podcasts: iHeart Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Freaker, RSS feed, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Savin, uh, Podcast Addict, Deezer, PodChaser, YouTube, and of course here on Blog Talk Radio. We'll see you at the same bat time, same bat place next Tuesday, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. This has been the DJ Music Man, Craig Moore, the caution flag of racing radio, Chris Creighton. I'm the Tasmanian Double Flaggers, Taz Taylor, saying so long. Good night. We'll see you next week.
0: All right. Good night, everybody. Just a good old Never meaning no harm. Be tall, you never saw Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves. Planting the hills. Someday the mountain might get 'em, them, but the law never will. They're making their way. Just a little bit more than the noble life. Just a good old boy. Wouldn't change if they could. Fighting the system like a two modern-day Robin Hood. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW proof. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.